Bismillahirrahmanirrahim. Elhamdülillah. Salatu vesselam ala Resulillah ve ala alihi ve sahbihi ve men vala. Elhamdülillah. May Allah tebarek ve teala strengthen our relationship with the Quran as we continue to learn the various etiquettes that we should be having with Allah's book subhanahu wa ta'ala inwardly and outwardly. And we have reached Al-Adab Al-Ashr, the 10th etiquette that pertains to the Adab Al-Zahira, outward etiquette that we're supposed to have with Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala's book. And Hujjat al-Islam, Imam Ghazali radiallahu anhu, he says, Al-Ashru tahsinu al-qira'ati wa tazyunuha. So adorning our recitation and reciting beautifully, bi tardid al-salt, with intonation, so reciting with intonation, من غير تمطيت مفرطا without excessive stretching of the letters and the vowels يغير النظم to the extent that it is unacceptable فذلك سنة he says this is recommended this is a sunnah of our Prophet صلى الله عليه وسلم and he quotes a number of ahadith زين القرآن بيصواتكم Allah our Prophet صلى الله عليه وسلم says adorn the Quran with your voices. And what is meant there, of course, is adorn your voices in recitation of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala's book. And then that the Prophet also said, He is not from us who does not recite the Quran beautifully. And what is meant there is doing your best to recite the Quran as beautiful as you're able to do. And naturally, some people have better voices than others. But we put effort in to recite Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala's book because this is what we've been commanded to do. And this is adab with Allah tabarak wa ta'ala's book. And then he, they, he comments on this. Uh, the, the Arabic word is taghanna yataghanna. And um, it, the predominant meaning is the, the way that was translated, i.e. recite the Quran beautifully with tarannam, with a beautiful melody and that with a nice sound. Um, and that some say that it relates here to istighna, i.e. find your sufficiency in Allah subhanahu wa book. But of course he's mentioning here with the first meaning, that of reciting it beautifully. And there is a narration that the Prophet ﷺ, one night he was waiting for a Sayyida Aisha, and that and she didn't come while he was waiting for him. So the Prophet ﷺ then asked her, Mahabasaki, that Mahabasaki, that what prevented you from coming? فقالت, ya Rasulullah, Kuntu minhu. She said, I used I was listening the recitation of a man that I've never heard such a beautiful voice. So the Prophet then stood up and then went to hear this man's recitation for a long period of time. And then the Prophet came back and said, This is Salam, the Mawla of Abu Hudayfa. Alhamdulillah, he says, All praise be to Allah. Who made someone the likes of him from among my ummah? Allahu Akbar. This is the Prophet ﷺ going to listen to the recitation of one of his companions. And he's praising him because of his beautiful recitation. Of course, 
He was also someone who was deeply present with Allah Ta'ala when he was reciting the Quran and was observing the utmost etiquette inwardly as well. And then he says that And the Prophet was also known to have listened on one night to the recitation of Abdullah bin Mas'ud. And Abu Bakr and Umar were both with the Prophet and they stood for an extended period of time listening. And then the Prophet said in praise of Abdullah bin Mas'ud. And him saying this is so that you and I can benefit, the companions could, and by extension, the generations after him to benefit from Abdullah ibn Mas'ud. Man arad an yakar al Quran ghaddan kama unzil. Whoever wants to recite the Quran fresh as it was revealed, fal yakaruha ala qirati ibni ummi abd. Let him read on the qira'ah, the way, and according to the recitation of. Ibn Ummi Abd, which is one of the ways that they used to refer to Abdullah ibn Mas'ud, radiallahu ta'ala anhu, غَدًّا كَمَا أُنزَلْ His recitation was so beautiful that every time that it was recited, it reminded one that this is wahi from Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. And of course, only the Prophet received that wahi. But after he conveyed it, when we recite it, we then can learn the meanings of revelation. وَقَالَ صَلَى اللَّهُ عَلَيْهِ وَسَلَمْ إِبْنِ مَسْعُودِ اِقْرَأْ عَلَيْهِ And then on another occasion to Abdullah ibn Mas'ud, the Prophet ﷺ said, recite to me. And then Abdullah ibn Mas'ud said, Ya Rasulullah, اَقْرَأْ عَلَيْكُ وَعَلَيْكُ Am I going to recite the Qur'an before you and have you listened to me when the Qur'an was revealed to you? فَقَالْ إِنِّي أُحِبَّ مِنْ غيري. Look at the Prophet ﷺ. He said that I love to hear it from someone other than me. So the Prophet would listen to the Qur'an being recited from other people. And so just as we recite the Qur'an, one of the things that we're learning here, and of course this is all proofs of reciting beautifully, which is the point Imam al-Ghazali is trying to make here in this 10th etiquette. But there's these other benefits that we take from it as well. Listening to other people recite. It's also from the sunnah of our Prophet And so... Just as we recite, we should also listen to other people recite. فَكَانَ يَقْرَأْ وَعَيْنَ رَسُولِ اللَّهِ صَلَى اللَّهِ عَلَيْهِ وَسَلَمْ تَفِيلًا And so he was reciting, and he says that there were tears coming out of the two eyes of our Prophet ﷺ, being impacted by the words of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. And then on another occasion, the Prophet ﷺ Listen to the recitation of Abu Musa al-Ash'ari. And he said about him, لَقَدْ أُوْتِيَ هَذَا مِزْمَارٍ مِنْ مَزَاوْمِيرِ Ali Dawood. And the narration that I uh, remember is, uh, that I've memorized is, is that Sina Bakr and Sina Umar were both with the Prophet And he said he's been given a flute from the flutes of the house of David. Indicating the beauty of how he used to recite the great Abu Musa al-Ash'ari radiallahu ta'ala anhu wa nafa'ana bih. And so the Prophet praised him in this way. And then the next day, because this was at night, Sayyidina Umar went, and I believe if I'm remembering correctly, at Fajr time to tell Abu Musa al-Ash'ari and to give him glad tidings about what the Prophet sallallahu said. This is the way that the righteous are. 
They want good for everybody. They don't want good just for themselves. Their souls are pure. They're not envious, billah. That they're not miserly internally. They have goodwill in their heart for everybody. And this is a good thing to do. Is that when you hear someone say something good about someone else, to be the one who actually tells them about what that person said. This creates love in the hearts. And this creates a strong bond between individual members of the community. And so when he reached Abu Musa al-Ash'ari, he informed him that Sayyidina Abu Bakr had already informed him. So Sayyidina Abu Bakr found time before Umar went, even though he went early, to tell Abu Musa al-Ash'ari, him this great God guidance that our Prophet about what he said about him. But then, once this reached Abu Musa, he then went to the Prophet and he said, Lo alam tu tastamat were I to have known that you were listening, I would have adorned my recitation in the most beautiful way. And so obviously he's doing it for the sake of Allah Ta'ala. But this is one of the proofs that they mention in relation to the verse in the Quran when Allah Ta'ala says that Allah and His Messenger have more right for you to please, if indeed that you are believers. And that here, when Allah Ta'ala says this in the Qur'an, and yurdu hu, to please hu in the singular, indicating that the contentment of Allah, the contentment of Allah is the contentment of our Prophet And this doesn't mean that Allah follows the contentment of the Prophet What this means is Allah does not let this noble servant of his Sayyidina Muhammad Sallallahu be content with something except that he is content with it. And the companions believe this. And this is, they read the Quran and they inter- in, in implemented this. And so what he knew is that if the Prophet was pleased with his recitation and that made the Prophet happy, that was a sign that Allah would be content with him. So this is not riyah, this is not worshipping to show off or to that want stature in the heart of someone for the sake, say, just the sake of having stature in their heart. No, this is because this Abu Musa al-Ash'ari realized, like the other companions did, if the Prophet ﷺ was content with them, that was a sign that Allah Jalla Jalla was content with them. وَرَعَى هَيْثَ مَلْقَارِيُ النبي صلى الله عليه وسلم في منام فقال لي أنت الهيثم الذي تزين القرآن بصوته قلت نعم قال جزاك الله خيرا and so هيثم القارئ one of the famous reciters of the Quran he saw the Prophet صلى الله عليه وسلم in a dream and the Prophet said to him are you هيثم the one who recites the Quran beautifully who recites the Quran with a beautiful voice and he says yes and then the Prophet said to him, Jazakallahu khaira. May Allah reward you. وفي الخبر كان أصحاب رسول أصحاب رسول الله صلى الله عليه وسلم إذا اجتمع أمر أحدهم أن يقرأ سورة من القرآن. And it's known to be from the way of the companions. When they would get together, they would tell and ask one of them to recite the Quran. So the Quran was very much a part of their gatherings. And so this is a very good custom when we come together in gatherings of different sorts to begin with the book of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. This is a beautiful custom because it connects us to his book. Subhanahu wa ta'ala. 
وقد كان عمر يقول يا ابي موسى رضي الله عنه ذكرنا ربنا he used to say Sayyidina Umar to Abu Musa Ashari remind us of our Lord فيقرا عنده حتى يكاد وقت الصلاه ان يتوسط and so he would start reciting the Quran and to the extent that it might reach the middle of the prayer time so this is prayer had entered in the middle of the prayer time فيقال so it would be said يا امير المؤمنين O commander of the faithful, as-salah, as-salah, prayer, prayer. And then, Sayyidina Umar would say, awalasna fi salah. Are we not in prayer? Yisharat ila qawli ta'ala, wa la dhikrullahi akbar. Indicating the words of Allah ta'ala, and the remembrance of Allah is even greater. So, we have these beautiful insights into how the companions were, and how connected they were to Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala's book, how their gatherings were, what they talked about in their gatherings, what they did in their gatherings. And they used to remind each other of the importance of faith. Ta'al, nu'min billah sa'a, that let us come together to strengthen in faith of our Lord for a period of time by coming together and speaking a words of faith that engender faith and bring about faith in the heart and strengthen certainty in one's heart. And this should be a part of our gatherings. When we come together, when we meet one another, when we go to each other's homes for meals, there should be a component of knowledge. There should be a component of remembrance. There should be good conversation that talks about beneficial things that reminds us of our iman. We recite the Quran. We read a hadith of our Prophet We talk about stories of the righteous. This will bring our gatherings to life. If indeed that we implement this. وقال صلى الله عليه وسلم من استمع إلى آية من كتاب الله عز وجل كان له نورا يوم القيامة. This is a hadith in the Muslim of Imam Ahmed. Whoever listens to the recitation of a verse from the Book of Allah, it will be light for him on the Day of Judgment. And Alhamdulillah, we have these apps now where you and I can download an app. And we can read from that app. We can look at the English translation. Some of the apps even have tafsir there as well. And you can also listen to it being recited. This is made easy for us. We have no excuse. It's right on our phone. You could put your headphones in and be walking to work and be listening to Allah Ta'ala's book on public transportation in your car. This is facilitated for us now. And better yet is where we are actually fully focused in our homes facing the Qibla closer to the way that Imam Ghazali initially described in the first etiquette. But every verse that we listen to of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala's book, the recitation of it will be for light for us on the day of judgment. And in another narration, كَتَبَ اللَّهُ لَهُ عَشْرُ حَسَنَاتِ Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala will write for him ten good deeds. And then he says, وَمَهْمَا أَضَمُ أَجْرُ إِسْتِمَاعِ وَكَانَ تَالِهُ وَسَبَفِيهِ كَانَ شِرِكًا فِي الْأَجْرِ And so, when we understand the reward of listening to the Qur'an is great. And the one who's reciting the Qur'an is the means for it. He will also, i.e. the reciter, take part in that reward and receive reward. إِلَّا except أَنْ يَكُونَ قَصْدُ وَالْرِيَعْ وَالتَّصَنُّعْ That is... Intention is ostentation or doing it for the sake of other people. And if they're doing it for the sake of Allah, 
and their means for people to connect to Allah's book and to be in a state of remembrance. This is a great form of worship that has an immense reward with Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. So with that, he finishes the etiquettes that pertain to the outward and then insha'Allah ta'ala he will move to the inner etiquettes that he calls the a'mal al-baqin the inner actions of tilawa of Quranic recitation and they are also 10 they are also 10 so insha'Allah ta'ala that is what we will move on to next looking at these inner etiquettes now and they they build one on the other so we will move through them slowly so that our relationship with his book subhanahu wa ta'ala will strengthen may Allah ta'ala give us tawfiq bless us in all of our different affairs and bless us with a strong connection and a strong relationship with his book ta'ala bring these meanings to life in our hearts in the life of the ummah of our prophet and we ask Allah that our portion not just be that we're passing over these meanings and we remain unaffected. May Allah bless us all to be affected deeply by these words. Not because of the deficiencies of the one speaking, but because of the greatness of the one who actually wrote this book. Because of the light in his heart and how blessed he was and close he was to you, Ya Rabbi Amin, to the Prophet Muhammad Inshallah, these words have a strong impact upon us. And every sentence that we read and every word that we read, every letter that we read, open up the doors for us to live and experience their realities. Be mahrijudhi wa fadlihi solely from his generosity and that solely from his bounty. Subhanahu wa ta'ala, may Allah ta'ala wa ta'ala give us tawfiq in all of our different affairs. Wa sallallahu alayhi wa sallam. Wa alhamdulillahi rabbil alameen.